Hey, what's up, everybody? We are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. I am your host, your captain, Bradley Thompson. Um, we are back. We are back. Episode 43, ready to rock and roll, okay? Ready to rock and roll. We're going strong on this pod. Um, very special episode today. We got an artist on the episode, um, so it's going to be lit. It's going to be amazing, okay? But before we get into this episode, I want to tell you about DigiHype Media DigiHype Media is a local digital marketing company that is based in Mississauga, Ontario. They do everything from social media to SEO to website design. So if you are looking to get your business noticed online today, check out digihypemedia.ca for more. That's D-I-G-I-H-Y-P-E media.ca for more. Also, if you are a triathlete, duathlete, runner, cyclist, whether you're a professional or an amateur, you need to check out Rudy Project North America. Rudy Project supplies me with my awesome helmets and sunglasses. Without them, I wouldn't have the sickest helmets and sunglasses in the game, okay? So I want to give you my sick VIP discount to save big. Um, so make sure you hit me up. I will hit, if you hit me up, I will give you my awesome discount code, my VIP discount access, and you will save big on their products. You can check out their products at rudyprojectna.com for more. All right, so we are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. This week's episode is a very fun one, okay? I have on somebody that I know really well. His name is Ryan Garcia. He is an art... I can't even speak now. Ryan Garcia is an artist, okay? He's an artist. He's an illustrator. He is awesome. And he's actually my cousin. And um, he's an incredible guy. He is not on here just because he's my cousin. He's on here because... He is an awesome artist, okay? So I want to make that very clear, okay? He isn't one of those people that just, you know, can't draw and they're trying to sell their art. He's not one of those guys. He's done stuff with the Wall Street Journal, all these huge publications, magazines, and newspapers. So make sure you check out this episode. This episode's sweet. We talk a lot about creativity, art in general, how somebody who is a new artist can sort of explore their abilities and learn faster. We also talk about productivity, routines, all that sort of good stuff that I am always obsessed with. Okay. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's a lot of fun. So hit Ryan up. If you have any questions, make sure you follow him on Instagram. His Instagram is ryangarcia.art. That is Ryan, G-A-R-C-I-A dot art. And you can follow him on Instagram, see all of his awesome illustrations that he's done for different publications. He is dope. He doesn't post all the time, which I'm going to harass him about a little bit. But he'll post once a month and give you like 100 photos of stuff that he's done. It's really aggressive, but that's who he is, okay? He's a really good guy. So get ready for this week's episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast, episode 43. It's a banger with Ryan Garcia. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Bradley Thompson here, and we are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast, episode 43. Messed up the first one, fumbled my words. I do that sometimes. It's part of it. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm joined here today with Ryan Garcia. Hi. Familia. We're cousins. Yep. Yeah. Brothers and not arms, but brothers beside each other. Yep. Um, what's up? Not much, man. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Thanks for coming on. I'm a big fan of the Living the Canadian Dream <laughs> podcast. I've been a fan since the beginning. Yeah, so I know. You're thanks for having me you're on. You're a diehard. <laughs> I got to get you merch. That's what I got to do. I got to get merch and then get you merch. What kind of merch are you going to have? I, I don't know. T-shirts? Uh, maybe uh, permanent tattoos or something. Oh. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I actually want to do T-shirts. Um, okay. You're an artist. Yes. You're a very creative individual. Thank you. You do very good art. Um, I wanted to have you on. Obviously, because you're doing well in that field. 
You have a lot of insights in the artistic field. Yeah. A lot of people that listen to this podcast are creative. So like you're doing, you know, it could be content creating. They could be want to be influencers. That happens sometimes. People want to be influencers. Mm -hmm. But they could be doing things like, I don't know. I don't even know what a creative. Uh, dancing. Right. A lot of dancers. I've had dancers on before. So yeah. Yeah. So art kind of translates to all that stuff. In of course. terms of creativity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's go into that first, and then we'll hop into creativity. Um, a little bit about me. Well, as you said, I'm an artist. Yeah. Uh, more specifically, I'm an illustrator, and more specifically to that, uh, I'm an editorial illustrator. Yeah. So what that means is um, I do artwork for magazines and newspapers primarily. So yeah. if people don't know, um, in magazines, let's say like Time Magazine or the New York Times, um, if there's an article, often that goes with an article, there'll be an image. So let's say a, a photograph, mm -hmm. or if they can't find a photograph for the, the thing, they'll want an illustration. So that's where I come in. So yeah. let's say you have an article about, I don't know, um, the genome, yeah. right? It's hard to sometimes have a photograph of something like that yeah. that's conceptual. So look at an illustrator like me to come in, think of ideas, make the picture, and then goes in the magazine. Sweet. So that's a little breakdown of what I do. And uh, yeah. Sweet. So is that what you primarily do most of the time? Primarily, yeah. Sometimes I'll do other weird projects. Like right now I'm doing a design for a mural. So... Uh, yeah, you've done murals before too. I've, I did one before and I'm doing one right now. Cool. And uh, yeah, so stuff like that's fun. But yeah. for the most part, like my bread and butter, yeah. it's magazines, uh, newspapers, and sometimes commercial work. Okay. But yeah, mostly those. Cool. Yeah, we'll talk about some of that stuff. So the first thing, the murals. So yeah. what are you working on now? Like you don't have to go into obviously detail about what it is. But what are you doing? Are you painting on a wall? Like what's the So this setup? one is actually, it was a weird one. Um, it was a magazine I worked for about a, ye a year ago called Contagious Magazine. Okay. And I did work for them, just illustration work. Mm -hmm. And uh, the art director messaged me and he said, hey, we're having a year-end party that celebrates all the uh, the main articles of the year, the main stories of the year. Oh, that's cool. And so at this party, we want a mural to go on the wall oh, in our cool. office. That's cool. And obviously, I can't go to the UK to like do the... Oh, it's in the UK? It's in the UK. Oh, I can't go to the UK that's to do cool. it. So they're going to just have me design it, illustrate it, draw it, and then they're going to print it out. Print and print it out. It. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy because uh, they sent me the dimensions um, in metric, which normally I should be used to because it's Canadian. Yeah, yeah. But because I work with a lot of U.S. clients, I'm, my brain is wired for inches all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, okay, this mural is going to be 700 centimeters by 300 centimeters. And I'm like, oh, that's not very big. Yeah. But no, that's like seven meters by oh, three meters. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So I realized today, it's like, oh, this is a huge mural. That's big. But yeah, yeah so that's, that's what I'm working on. That's sick. Um, so it's highlighting some of the articles. Yeah. From so it's the year. basically their top, like their, I guess, most read, most important articles of the year. Dope. They're going to throw in all of those ideas into one big piece of art. And that's sick. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. That, so it's that, fun. That's fun. That, that's nice. That, and that takes you away from your regular stuff too. Which is yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think sometimes it's like any job, right? Yeah. Like if you do the thing day in and day out, you get kind of... You get a system going, and while it's fun, mm. it's it's still fun. It's just sometimes it gets a little too comfortable, and yeah, I yeah. have just a method of doing things. So when I get a job like a mural, yeah. it's it's kind of pushes me. It stresses me out a little bit, and I like it's that. Good though, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's yeah, dope. Yeah, that that's really cool. Um, are you working on article images right now, illustrations? Um, I just finished a package of illustrations for the University of Waterloo magazine. Sweet. So that was like six illustrations that I nice. did for them. Just finished that and. Right now, magazines, no. The only other thing I'm working on right now is, um, you know, the ROM, the Royal Ontario yeah. Museum. Yeah. I'm doing their holiday poster again. Oh, so I did that last year. Nice. I think you saw it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, and so this year, I'm just kind of revamping last year's, and I'm working on that right now. That's sweet. Are you doing any um, animation stuff? Because I know you did, like, something like for, like, a brewery. Or I haven't in a while. Yeah. So I did that. I did a one commercial thing for uh, Amsterdam Brewery. Yeah, that's sweet. And that was, that was that fun. That was really cool, it was super yeah. fun. I, you know... Animation for me is hard. Yeah. Like my my thing is one static image. I like to draw a picture and get it out Which there. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. But animators should be animating. I think. Yeah. Like I think, I kind of, I don't know. I pushed my own skills a little too hard yeah, last yeah. time and wasn't my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. I'll get back into it eventually. Yeah, I know that that's cool though. At least it changes it up too, which is sweet. Which yeah. Is, oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, like I I get what you mean though too. Like if you keep doing the same thing day in and day out, it gets kind of, it gets kind of boring. You gotta you gotta add something else to sort of stretch your like 
skills, creativity, all of course, yeah. yeah. And then everything else gets back to normal. I mean, I think that's like a theme of your show. It's like a lot of these people, they have very creative lives for the most part, but even for those people, it gets a little dry sometimes and they have to refresh and and think of new methods. Of course, or else you just kind of get bored and it's just kind of, you're not growing. So the the only thing that I like about, I guess, my industry and my job is that um, I'll get an article, like, let's say about the genome Mm -hmm. or one week and then the week after I'll get an article about Trump. So it's... It, so you're changing it up. Yeah, like I'm not, yeah, I'm not thinking about the same thing for like a year straight. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it does mix it up. Yeah, it's not the same thing over and over. Yeah, I love like, it. Yeah, that, that's sweet. That's that's a lot of fun. Um, cool. In terms of animation, obviously your brother is an animator. Right. Yeah. Um, did you watch the new Rick and Morty like trailer thing? Oh yeah. They just, they just posted one. Like. Oh, a recent one. Yeah. Oh like no, I haven't ago. seen that one yet. It's like the new intro, so I wasn't sure. If oh no. Um, I just watched it. Oh, is it good? I mean, yeah, yeah. the The background images are really, <laughs> really slack this year. Like, I wonder why. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, you know, <laughs> they improve that. Yeah, need some new staff. Yeah. Uh, no, but it was. It's funny because so for those who don't know our family, yeah. my my brother is a background artist on Rick and Morty yeah. now, and so he's doing a lot of the backgrounds and. Yeah. It was really cool because when we saw the first trailer that came out for this season, he basically told me like on uh, on Google Hangouts, yeah. he's like, "All right, so my background, I drew the one at like one minute and thirteen seconds, and then the one minute of forty <laughs> seconds, and then yeah, two, yeah, yeah." He just broke it down. He's like, "I did all of those ones." I'm like, Whoa. "That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool." Yeah, you can kind of see the smudge on some of them. <laughs> 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 some of the problem yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, that's when he didn't have coffee. That was he was feeling it. Yeah, yeah, it fell apart that day. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah, no, because I was looking at it, I was like, that's that's actually really cool. That's it's really it's cool. a little bit of a, a mind trip, right? Like, uh, I mean, I grew up watching The Simpsons. I don't know if you did. Yeah, yeah. But, like, just to know that at the end of a, of a show, there's the credits that yeah. roll, and then you see these artists, yeah. and you think, like, it's kind of – it's almost like uh, – like Santa's workshop yeah, or it's almost like like a fantasy land where they make these things. It's crazy. Yeah. And then to know that my brother soon he's going to have his name listed yeah. as like one of the background artists and like probably the biggest cartoon right now. Yeah, it's huge. Like people are looking forward to it. My dad's into it. Oh, he is? Oh, he loves it. Oh, man. He rewatches them all the time. <laughs> I got him into it because he never he's never seen it before. So we started like recording them cuz we have Adult Swim like on uh, Yeah. on I guess Bell. Um so we recorded them and now we just watches them all the time oh man yeah it, it's it's good and now he now he's a link to them too like with riley there yeah like, yeah exactly wow no it, actually before riley like i never watched the show at all i watched me neither it, i watched it for the first time when i visited him in uh, vancouver in vancouver yeah yeah and you like it now oh yeah it's, yeah, it's hilarious it's such a it's such a good show it's actually really good um it's creative sometimes family guy can get dull i like family guy <laughs> yeah but this season's actually good on family guy too i oh. don't know if you've seen it no it's no no i haven't watched it it's worth a worth a watch yeah. grind them out in a day or so um okay yes. how did you get into art how did i get into art yeah um okay how far back do we want to go with this just you can go in Maybe. general like far back it's fine yeah uh, well, when did you first realize you were into art because some people obviously like art when they're a kid like i liked art growing up yeah you're a great painter I, I saw your paintings yeah but i was never like I never felt like an artist. Like that was never like my passion. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I would still try to get back into it. Maybe just like for creativity and just. Oh yeah. De-stressing. It's good. But um. The paintings you did, I remember when uh, you were younger. Yeah, I, I got oh, like pretty into amazing. It. Yeah, like I for a young person. It. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You could, you definitely should start over again. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah. So, I've been drawing since I was a kid. Probably mm-hmm. the same as you. Yeah. And um. I drew a lot in high school, yeah. And then pretty much after high school, a lot of that stopped because I, I kind of s- switched into music. I got really into into playing in bands yeah. and stuff okay. like that, and took it really serious. And like I loved it, and that was my outlet. And I I didn't draw it during that time, yeah. Except near the end of my band's mm-hmm. uh, run, where we needed a lot of graphics yep. for our band. So we needed like poster designs, we needed ar- album artwork. Yeah, yeah. And so that's when I was like, ah, oh, like we can't, like we can't hire someone. We don't have any money. Like, yeah, yeah. I can draw a little bit. I'll, I'll go back and just do that stuff. Yeah. So I ended up doing a lot of posters. And then, um, about the time when I went back to, uh, to college, I studied architecture. Yeah. The band was kind of dissolving, and I, I kind of lost my love for music a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I decided to just kind of transition into something else. Yeah. And uh, it was around that time when I was discovering like some graffiti artists, and I was getting really into Instagram and like sure. following some artists. And I'm like, oh wow, there's a there's a career out there yeah. if you want to do illustration. Yeah. 
and I kind of just followed that thread. So got really into drawing. I uh, decided to go back to school after I finished architecture school. Mm-hmm. Went to school for illustration. Yep. And uh, I, honestly, I, I just I fell in love with it. Yeah. I, just the idea that you can draw a picture and someone pay you for it. It like crazy, it yeah. blows your yeah, mind. Yeah. Once once it happens, it blows your mind, and it still does like even to this day. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much the origin story. That's just sweet. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, like that's it's crazy, especially when people pay you for something that you know you can do. You've been working at naturally. It's it's it's, it's sweet. It, it's amazing. Like, I, I was talking to my girlfriend about this yeah. the other day. Where I, sometimes I'll have jobs that I'll genuinely not be proud of. Yeah. And I'll think the art director that I worked with or the editor that mm-hmm. I worked with. I'll think that they agree with me in a way mm-hmm. that like, oh yeah, it wasn't your best work, yeah. and I'll and I'll never hear from them again. Yeah. But then, six months later, they'll email me again and be like, hey, do you want to do another job? Wow. And it's like yeah. it's like this magic where yeah. I almost get to practice drawing for a living, and I get paid for it. Yeah. And then I just get more after that. It just you have imposter syndrome. Oh, I love it. I, lo- I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I got that all the time. Like that's my life. So. What do you have it with? Everything basically. Really? I, I don't know. I just like even like Team Canada. Yeah. Qualifying for Team Canada. Oh, yeah. Like it's just such a crazy thing. It's just like I could have never thought that that was going to happen so quick, but also like. Oh, it's amazing. And like such a new sport that has just been starting. It's crazy. It's So I kind of be like, oh, shit. Yeah, but you don't like, believe people it. People have been doing this for years. Like I, I realize it's a thing, but yeah. it's just like, oh, I hope like people don't think I'm like this crazy athlete. Like. Why not? It's you weird. are. I, it's weird, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's, um, I don't know. Even though, obviously, I train, like, all the time. It's just crazy to think, like, oh, you actually achieved this. And, you know, people like it. Or people are just like, that's amazing. Yeah. And, obviously, I think it's amazing. But, like, sometimes it's just, like, do people, do people think that <laughs> I'm not amazing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do people think I just got handed this or something? It's very weird. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, like, the hard work that went into it. Even yeah. though... You almost don't believe that you deserve it sometimes, right? Or like, yeah, it's just like it should be it, in a way. It should be harder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's way better athletes probably out there. You know what I mean? Just beasts. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, did I get lucky? Like, what happened? Like, it's, it's. I don't know. I always have those conversations in my head. I guess maybe that's what keeps me fueled. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a lot of truth to that, yeah. right? Like, if if one day you thought oh i'm the best i'm i'm the shit i'm the best whatever yeah. you might not ever achieve these things yeah. anymore right and yeah. i i i fundamentally think that about art a lot of the time yeah. where if i slow down and i stop gaining someone else is just going to pass me like yeah. for every minute that i'm not like working on my fundamentals or or going to life drawing classes or someone else is just going to do it and take my spot okay, so cool you feel the same way yeah cuz i feel that sometimes i'm just like you know, if you don't feel like you're working and it's just like somebody could easily like oh, do yeah. better in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's crazy. I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's all part of it. It's it's all, I mean, everyone on your podcast probably has the same kind of thing. Uh, probably, at least at yeah. least a little bit. Yeah. And you just got to realize like that maybe that's just part of uh, achieving in a yeah. way. Maybe. Yeah. Like especially if you're into working hard like and you have big goals, I guess maybe that's part of it. I think so. Yeah. That's life. All right. Let's end it. I know it's short here. Um, <laughs> So, in terms of art, so you've done a lot. Um, yeah. I remember you used to do a lot of cartoons and stuff back in the day, like cartoony looking. I don't know what that's called, like illustrations on paper, though. Yeah, now yeah. you do digital illustrations. Yeah. So, in terms of getting into that, how did you find out that was like the medium for you? Um, it's mostly because of speed. Like, I would say m- there are some illustrators who still do it, like with painting. Manually, I, yeah. Uh, like, they'll get like oil paint out and they'll get a canvas. Crazy, wow. I, I met, like, I went to New York. Um, to meet some art directors i would say a year ago and when i was there i decided to uh, also meet some illustrators who i've always wanted to meet who live there and i just mm-hmm. I, I just emailed them like hey can we meet up like i, I would love mm-hmm. to meet you and they're like sure so this one guy i met uh chris bazelli amazing artist yeah look him up chris bazelli okay um he does everything still painted so he'll i went wow. into his studio it was just canvases and paint and That's like crazy. and so he'll do the painting he'll take the pictures send it into the magazines it's crazy but anyway so he takes, he does a painting and he takes a picture. Yeah. Of the sets up a camera. Or just yeah. So he has like a setup that's like professional. So yeah. the lighting's perfect for his paintings. He'll uh, take a picture of those paintings and then send it into like the New York Times crazy. or whatever. That's wild. It's crazy because nowadays we're so used to like control Z. Yeah. Digital, undo. Digital, yeah. Undo everything. Yeah. But yeah. you can't do that yeah. with that. Yeah. So he'll tell, like he'll have a clause in his, in his contract that'll be like, 
I'll do I'll do this for you. No updates. <laughs> but I can't change things. Yeah, yeah. Like like whatever it is, is that's how we're doing yeah, it. Yeah. And because he's so great and because yeah. he's so pro- prolific, like they just trust him. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. There's no other choice. <laughs> but for me, um, for a long time, I really fought the digital thing. I, I didn't think digital art looked good. And mm-hmm. I couldn't find artists that I really like respected and like loved. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just faster and it's yeah, much yeah. easier. And the fact that you can make changes like yeah, that. So key. like how I'm doing that ROM poster, mm-hmm. it's like, there's a committee of people who have to look at this artwork and if they think like the girl's sweater in the image is the wrong color, yeah. like, yeah, I need to, I need a system where I can change the color easily. For sure. Yeah. Cause if it's, you, you know, it like, so I, d- over time, um, I've just developed, I guess a style of artwork that I think looks good, even though it's digital. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so just, it, it, it's been a process, I mean, I'm just yeah. going from, doing all my inking by hand with a brush and ink, scanning it in, whatever. And now I just do everything, like all my inking uh, online with my Cintiq That's tablet awesome. yeah. and color everything and send it to the art director. So what I- what equipment do you use? You said Cintiq tablet. Right. That's uh, like the digital pen thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just a basic computer setup, except my monitor is uh, a Wacom Cintiq monitor. That's what okay. it's called. It's basically just a big screen you can draw on. So okay. it's like 22 inches. Oh, so you can actually draw on it. Too. Right on oh, it. Sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have it attached to this cool, like, it's almost like an arm like this. Okay. So I can, like, adjust it. I can stand up cool. if I want and draw on it. And That's awesome. Yeah. It's, I think, to be an artist nowadays and to work quickly, like, you almost need something like that. For sure. Because it, it's just, it's so quick. And it's, yeah. it's efficient and, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a better way of doing it for sure. And then once you have the process down, you can just grind it out. You can grind. Just used to it. Yeah. That, that's awesome. And then also, which is nice too, you can always go back and get your work if you need to get it. Yeah. Because you have a copy of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Everything's backed up to Google Drive. And yeah. Like yeah. I can't imagine that guy that you're mentioning. Yeah, Chris. Chris, yeah. like where does he store all that stuff? Like he must have like a like a storage unit or something. Yeah, he does. So in his like you can't put that. Like yeah, yeah. I mean that's the funny thing, right? Like he lives in New York, so yeah. in Manhattan. So first of all, it's a small apartment, yeah. and like second of all, like he does he creates so much work that he basically has to give paintings to his friends because yeah. there's no other option. Like sure. you, you got to store them or somewhere. Sell them, I guess. Yeah, like, he does that too a little yeah. bit, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But for me, I can store everything on like just yeah. a hard drive. Yeah, you're good. You're yeah. good to go. That, that's really cool. Have you ever thought about selling prints and stuff? I have. I haven't seriously got into it. Mm-hmm. I think one day. I think that's like kind of the route I'm going where like <sighs> prints are fun because you could. Uh, there's certain people who will do like original artwork prints. So they'll do like it's almost like a painting, right? Mm-hmm. Like you design this thing that's like your own world and it's it's like a gallery piece of art and people yeah. will buy the prints. Yeah. Um, but then there's also stuff like uh alternative movie poster art which i'm sure you've seen on like pinterest or something so someone will design like a poster idea for i don't know the new joker movie the new batman movie right and the artwork's so good that like people will buy it yeah you set that up as a print on a simple website and people will buy those things so i think one day maybe my art will go down that route yeah yeah because you have a very unique style thank you every time i see your art it's just like you can tell that that's your art oh thanks it doesn't look like anything else i've really ever seen thank you and i follow a lot of instagram pages i really do (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's really unique like how did you come up with that style like it's a unique style i don't know how to describe it because it just the colors you use alone like it's just very unique it's not like traditional Thanks. I I think just style is just every every artist will tell you it's it it just comes down to like looking at a lot of art, drawing a lot, and then it just eventually you draw just the way evolve. you like. Like style is almost the it should be the way you see the world. Yeah. So if you see a lot of angles in the world, and like if I if I'm looking at you yeah. and I see that your face is kind of round and yeah. warm, and you yeah. project this kind of glowing energy, like. Ideally, if you're a good artist, that's, really that's what your art should wow. look like. Yeah, yeah, like that's deep though. That's that's crazy. I never even thought about it like that. But I think more fundamentally, it's like it's who you're studying. So if you're doing a lot of studies of like Da Vinci or something, mm-hmm. hopefully a bit of that will rub off on you. Yeah, yeah. Like study the masters. Study like I don't know Monet, whatever. Yeah. Get some color ideas, and hopefully that all turns into this one this one big uh, pot of for sure be- beautiful. Yeah, and then you get like the fundamentals down. And stuff oh like yeah. That. Yeah. Um, in terms of idols and stuff, who's your like art idols or your creativity idols? Uh, I mean, it. I think it over time it changes. Mm-hmm. 
when I first got into illustration, there was a couple of artists that I love. Like, the, I, I'm sure you've heard of the artist David Cho, the guy who did the artwork for the Facebook murals. Yes. Um, so I loved his art for a long time, and just yeah. realizing that he could make a career like doing something like that, mm-hmm. and then that pathway led me down to illustrators that he knows. There's this guy named James Jean. Okay. You yep. check out his art. Yeah. He has really weird art, right? Yeah. It's like almost like this surrealist. Uh, it's like almost like Dali or. Yeah. No, I do know who you're talking about. It's really cool. Yeah. I, I like when I was studying illustration, I, I became obsessed with his art. It's yeah. just it's so intricate and beautiful and and perfect. It yeah. looks like every line is, is perfect. So yeah. I love that stuff. But then when I was kind of um, getting into I was reading a lot of art history and art theory I got really into the impressionists, so okay. studying like people like Monet, like so what is an Redouard. For people that don't know. Oh, so it's late 1800s. It was a rebound from uh, the Renaissance painters, which these guys all did like realistic artwork. Yeah. Renaissance painters like Michelangelo. Like the Mona Lisa looking ones. Right. So I, like they wanted to get a, they wanted to capture reality as as close as they could. For sure. But then after that, these guys called the impressionists. Yeah they kind of rejected it and they were like, let's just get an impression of what we see rather than like a photograph of what we see. The realistic version. Right. Cool. So like Monet would go and sit there by a river and he, and he would be, what is the impression of this water moving? Like, what does it look like? Yeah. If I were to like just close my eyes and like that, what it is, what does it look like? Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Cool. So it's this whole other way of looking at artwork that I guess like things like starry starry night can fall exactly yeah van gogh yeah yeah Yeah, it's it that's that's a perfect example it's 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 not real but you can kind of get the picture of what he's trying to say you can feel like you're there with him because he he got the impression of that feeling there and yeah and so i got into that stuff like i think over time i just i get bored of one thing i study new things and i add those things that i learn into what i'm working on cool do you ever get super obsessed with like a person yeah Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually some uh, there's some surrealist painters right now that like I think most people when they look at it they don't they don't they don't like it because it's not representational. Like it'll be there's this artist called Inka Essenhai. Okay. You can put it in your show notes after. Yeah, yeah. Inka Essenhai. Yeah, she's this uh, this this painter in the in the U.S. and when I look at her art, it's it's just like it's almost like a dream, like mm-hmm. where everything's just swirling and there's no actual people. It's just like these weird figures and That's everything. Cool. It's just it's moving. Like I look at this artwork and it it almost makes me cry, yeah. and I can't explain why yeah. I'm crying. And so I have to check that out. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. There's this other guy, uh, Ruprecht von Kaufmann. He's this German painter, okay. very similar to Inka Essenhai. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if he woke up from a dream and he wrote down what he saw and then he painted it that's like crazy. that day. Wow. That's yeah. You, you, you gotta see wild. it. It's, it's, it's like beautiful. That's wild. Yeah. That, that's cool. Like I even follow a bunch of different people on Instagram that yeah. are very creative. Like they'll like take like say a picture of like a water bottle and then there'll be like something on top of it. Yeah. Have you ever seen those? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a few people that I follow that really, that do that stuff and it's very creative. Yeah. It, it, it's, I, it's I really love cool. that stuff too. Where the, you just take something and you stylize something or you add something to yeah, something they real. Yeah, put like a face to something. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is weird. I never thought of it that It way. just makes you think. And I think something like uh, like Instagram is great because in the past, people wouldn't have access to art or they wouldn't care to go to a museum or yeah, anything. Yeah. But it's so easy for, like, let's say someone like you who isn't exactly in the art world, but sure. you're interested in art, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to follow these artists that you think, oh, what a cool image. I'll follow this guy. And now every day you get to look at, like, beautiful new art. Sure. And it's like... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. And especially for, like, new and upcoming people that are, like, super creative, you're not going to see them in, like, you know, AGO or something. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, those are for the OGs, people that have put work out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, like, we still want to see those things because yeah. we want to see the, his- sure. the, s- the, the history of art. And see where it started. Yeah. yeah, but you'll never see, like, a new artist yeah. in, in the AGO, for example. Yeah. <laughs> you won't see people doing, like, illustrations of, like, Kawhi Leonard or something. No, like, no. <laughs> like you'll never see that. You know what I mean? Like maybe one day. One day, probably. Not yet, though. Or probably certain exhibits I would assume, but like, yeah. Yeah, but it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Um, that's really cool. In terms of art, any art tips for people that are thinking about starting, you know, a career in art? Um, any creative field. They could be. They're kind of overlapping everything, like in terms of dance, like music. They kind of all overlap. Yeah. Because they're all creative, and you really gotta commit and take the plunge 
I mean, I guess they overlap too because of uh, technology now where marketing is becoming one kind yeah, of thing yeah. for everybody. Like the internet is... Yeah, really it all falls under like, are you going to market your personal brand? Where do you want to go with your personal right. brand? Right, yeah, yeah. So what sort of tips would you give to somebody that's like a young artist or somebody that's looking to make a living off of art and stuff like that? Um, okay. <laughs> it, it's so cliche, but I think it's like, you got to work hard and you got to be okay with grinding the fundamentals mm -hmm. because I see a lot of illustrators. There's some people who, who will make it mm -hmm. and they'll do well for a while on low technical skill, okay. but it won't last forever. I think to have a, to sustain a career, that being said, I'm not in it for that long yet. So I'm yeah. only in it maybe three and a half years. Yeah. So I don't know what, I guess, the long-term advice would be. For sure. But to have a career where something similar to that that I have right now, which is I do work, other people see the work, mm -hmm. and a lot of and, and sometimes I get lucky enough where an art director will see that work and they'll be like, I want to work with this person. I'm going to email this person. Yeah. So it's this self-sustaining system, yeah. right? If they want that, I think what they need to do is really just focus on the craft and the yeah. fundamentals. It's like keep grinding stuff that's boring keep drawing faces keep drawing figures keep yeah. drawing still lives keep painting go to life drawing like yeah. do the boring stuff and fall in love with it if you can for sure so do you still you do all those like um traditional ways like still life and stuff like oh that? yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah even like this morning so even though it's not totally related to what you're doing i do it because i hit a point where i realized i was cheating on a lot of things so like it, with it with illustration with any kind of visual art mm -hmm. You can use references too much. So reference meaning like if I need to draw a bird for this assignment, oh, I'm going to look up birds. Oh, and then okay. if I really don't have time, I'll even trace how this bird kind of looks and then just do my style on top of that. And like that's like, in my opinion, I'm not, I'm, I'm disgusted by my own behavior when I do that too much. Yeah. So to get over that, I'm still grinding. Yeah, like even today, um, uh, I signed up for a sculpture class. So I've been going oh, the sweet. last... 10 weeks or so that's really cool and what this is is just we have a we have a nude figure in the middle of class yeah and she just sits there for three hours and we just sculpt her crazy yeah so it's it, not even that you're sculpting that it's just crazy that she has the the patience to just sit there well she takes breaks okay. but but even still yeah it, it's, it's amazing she can hold a pose for wild, like yeah. like 40 minutes at a time crazy um that's cool so how is that vibe in that sort of class like in oh it's great class? it's great yeah yeah, uh, the, I mean, the, a fun thing about going to art class as uh, a young adult yeah. is that there's not a lot of young adults there. Oh. So what you get is a lot of retired people. That, oh, really? Because they retire, they want to take art classes. Yeah. And so, you, and yeah, it just just have fun. Yeah. Whereas someone like me, I'm like, I'm serious, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm here to learn. And, <laughs> and the people sure. there, they're, they're just there to have fun. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, it that's rubs awesome. off on you. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, that's sweet. Is there anything that you want to learn in terms of art, like moving forward? I mean, it, it's endless, right? Like, yeah. I can, for, uh, just like you with, mm -hmm. with the, the stuff you do, you can forever see flaws in what you're doing. For sure, yeah. And so there's there's just always something to work on. Yeah. Right yeah. now, um, I'm really focused on anatomy, specifically muscle anatomy, because okay. I have a hard time. I mean, this is so in the weeds, but I yeah. have a hard time drawing uh what what's called the sternoclinomastoid okay. <laughs> and the trapezius <laughs> so specific and the trapezius so basically neck muscles okay i like if you look at my art you can see that i, I fake it a lot of the time i'll yeah. put like high collars on their clothes i'll put like okay. a turtleneck so i don't okay. have to draw it interesting but i really struggle with that so right now that's what i'm that's working on focus? That's, that's crazy <laughs> that's so specific. but that's good though that means you're detail oriented you have to be detail oriented for that sort of stuff Anyways. i guess i just you know what it is i just don't want to have to learn it again like i don't want to have yeah. like let me learn it one time let me like figure this out and then i can move on to like another muscle yeah, or, yeah. or whatever it is or move on to how to draw airplanes or whatever yeah, yeah but right now this is my current obsession so cool that's sweet so are you uh just learning from youtube videos like how do you usually learn a new skill in art well or read, do you read something like what do you yeah do? so you there's there's books for artists there's anatomy books that okay. you can follow um there's youtube videos of course there and then so th that's why i did the sculpture class is mm -hmm. because to look at a figure in three dimensions it's almost a cheat code yeah. in a way because when you look at a drawing of something that's 2d 
you see it just from that angle and your brain has a hard time uh, turning it around unless you really know. Yeah. But if you see, if the person's sitting in front of you, I can look around you and be like, oh yeah, that muscle connects to here. Yeah. And I figured it out. It's true. Yeah. You know, it's so weird and it's just like, I don't know, it's such a weird thing. On uh, social media, you really only see the front of somebody's face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a lot of times. Yeah. And then you bump into them in public and then like you say, see them on the side and you don't really recognize them until you see the front of their face. That's funny. I never thought of I, it. I, it's because of selfies. That's li- I It's think just so. front. Yeah. Because a lot of times in uh. like social media images, people only take, you know, their face. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're not, do, they're not doing a side profile. Yeah, either. because I bumped uh. into somebody the other day. I'm just like, I don't know if that's them. <laughs> I haven't really seen them in years. I only see them on social media. And then I saw their face. I'm just like, okay, that is them. Maybe they only have a front of a face. But it's just like, I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen this pers- the side of that's this person's so weird. face. I, don't I, never, know. I never thought of that. I have really weird <laughs> conversations like that sometimes. That's kind of a genius thought. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's genius. It's or a it's whole culture of just fronts of faces. Curious, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. It's because some th- people like, especially if you meet them online, you may never see the side of their face. Yeah, <laughs> all of it, right? Like dating profiles, yeah. like Facebook. Yeah. You don't know what the back of their head looks like. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Good for you, pal. Yeah, what a I thought. Try. What I a try. thought. I try. <laughs> <laughs> what a thought. Um, cool. Um, in terms of your creative process, how do you start an image or like uh, a piece of art? Um, okay. Well, for what I do, like mm-hmm. magazines and, news- and newspapers and whatever, for the most part, uh, an art director will email me, be like, hey, we have this assignment for you. Uh, this is the budget. This is the deadline date. Mm-hmm. Um, can you do it? I say, sure. Then they'll usually send either the whole article if it's done. Mm-hmm. So if the writers finish it or just a summary of it. Oh, so okay. like, hey, uh, this article is about like the rising housing costs in downtown Toronto. Like, okay we need something conceptual or whatever Perfect. and so they'll just send that like just a little blurb sure. and from there you take that and you brainstorm it's it's really it's really uh everyone has their own method i guess it's individual yeah so what, what's your brainstorming process like mine is i will literally describe like eight and a half by 11 like computer piece of paper yep and just read the article kind of highlight words that i think are interesting cool. and just mind map out so like cool. if i were at like house, house in the middle you know like oh so you do mind mapping mom, sweet, I'll, yeah. because i i mean i wish i didn't have to do this but my my brain does work well with no wor- i'm on board with my yeah mapping. i do the same thing yeah words right yeah. You, you you can make connections really easy with words so yeah. i do that i did just mind map and yeah. so i'll like i'll mind map things and then sometimes something will trigger where let's say like apartment reminds me of i don't know a shelving unit yeah. so i'll make that's like a stupid example, but it, it's really just visual association. And, yeah. and then from there, you make all these sketches of different ideas that hopefully one will work. Uh, you'll send the art director. I like to send at least three, sometimes three to five ideas. Mm-hmm. They'll kind of mull over the ideas with their editor or whoever they have to work with. And they'll go back to me like, hey, we want to do this idea. And then. So in terms of sending an idea, do you just like write a sentence like this is what I'm planning on doing? Or oh, no, no. Like draw we'll draw it. Rough we'll dr- yeah, you'll yeah. draw it. Because cool. sometimes... Uh, like a mock-up. Yeah, just, yeah. just okay. a little thumbnail. Even if it's like the size level, literally like like just like a little thing like this big, yeah. like, like a couple centimeters. They just want to see that it'll fit in the layout size mm-hmm. and that it reads quickly. So even if it's like a tiny thing, it should be able to read easily. Like... Yeah, just it just needs to be able to get a summary of the article or figure out what it's about. Right, it can't be like too complex of an idea that you don't have any idea of what's going on. So it's good to just do a little sketch just to prove to them that like once this is done, the idea will still be cohesive and it's it's still good and probably shareable as well. You want to make sure it fits the Facebook. That's fair too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, I did so I did a book cover recently, uh, like a young adult book book cover, and that industry now is all about thumbnails, where because most books are sold on. Amazon, uh, Amazon, Audible, you have it. You you only see Kindle, the, yeah. the 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 thumbnail, thumbnail like yeah. this big. Yeah. So yeah, it's got to read. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, yeah. it has to. Interesting. That's really cool. But yeah. So uh, just to go back though, um, the the brainstorming part of it, I think, is is the thing that is the skill of the editorial okay. illustrator. So it. You asked about what you would learn as an artist starting out. I would say fundamentals, grind, drawing, yeah, yeah. all the time. If you want to transition now from artist into illustrator, editorial illustrator, it's all the ideas. 
people come to you for your ideas. Awesome. They, there, I know some illustrators who will do stuff like only do portraits or only do drawings of birds or nature or whatever it is, right? Yeah. But the editorial illustrator, the com- the conceptual illustrator, it's all about the ideas. So if you're able Very to come cool. up with like a clever idea that goes with this article and makes it more interesting, you're going to get work a lot. Very cool. And so I would say to all you young editorial illustrators yeah. out there, grind brainstorming. Even if you don't have a job, like every every day, every other day, just like pick a random article, mm-hmm. just brainstorm it. Th- think if you see if you can come up with like a creative idea for for this. Yeah, yeah. Something hard, like uh, I don't know, insurance. Yeah, yeah. Like it's car hard, insurance. Yeah. Think of a clever idea. See if you can make something visual. For sure, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's important to be creative every day. Yeah. Because if you're not, like, you're not working your brain. What are you doing every day? Um. One thing, definitely website design, that helps the creative juices flow because you have to use, you know, brainstorming. You have to come up with a layout, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So that definitely helps a lot. But other than that, like, I do other stuff. Like, Are you coming up with different concepts for clients? Like, Yeah, yeah. So, like, if a client comes in and they need a website, then we're going to build it from the ground up oh. based on whatever, you know, their services are and about. Yeah. So we're not using any templates it's all photoshop or illustrator and then just from the ground up wow so like you're frame to design yeah. are you like literally sketching things yeah, out yeah. I'll, oh I'll wow it, i'll draw it out on a piece of paper and then i'll start doing it on photoshop whoa i'm not a big illustrator guy i like photoshop for i don't like mock-ups. illustrator either yeah. yeah 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 so then do that and then add the images in and stuff like that wow i didn't know you did that yeah no especially here it's all ground up it's, i'd love it's to see sweet. that that's yeah. cool yeah yeah like that's why it's like super creative so like whenever you get a new client like it's just something totally new yeah that's why i love it like it's just like not the same old same old thing like oh we're just doing wordpress templates which a lot of companies do and it's just lame it's just so not authentic so if a client comes in and they're like hey we have like a gardening company like what would a gardening website look like yeah is, so is it that yeah so oh I'll that's do some cool research on like what sort of things are like sort of trending in gardening um take a look at some like cool websites and stuff like that. Oh, I love that. Get some ideas and then start brainstorming. Create a wireframe and then go from there. Dang. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. It's 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 not like super... It's not boring. It's it's oh, really it's authentic. But there's a lot of companies that just do yeah, templates like, and stuff. It's uh, so lame. Get out of here. Like the, uh, the whole point of having a website is to create a brand, right? Yeah. So you want to make it authentic. You want to make it like unique. Yeah, you so want it to feel like your company. Yeah. Or, yeah. So like that's the whole thing. It's wow. really cool. I had no idea. It's a good time. It's a good time. Creative guy. Yeah, yeah. I try to be. I try to be. Um, I took a creative class in uh, college. Yeah. University, college. Right. Sheridan. Um, That was one of the requirements. Have you ever taken a creative class? A creative class? Like a creativity class. Uh, This class was literally about creativity. It's crazy. Uh, When I was studying illustration at Seneca, we had a class called Creativity and Concept that was that kind of thing how was that you know i was kind of a arrogant when i was in school like i didn't want to i feel like you weren't you weren't i wasn't into it yeah. i i was i was much more about fundamentals when i was in the school like let's why are we wasting time cutting doing collages like let's let's, let's go let, to the advanced yeah stuff. let's draw skulls like <laughs> like and I, honestly i yeah. i really regret that about myself yeah but like those classes are really are those are great if if you can get into it and you love doing it like yeah. I think you can really spread your wings and learn For some sure. stuff yeah yeah like I learned a lot of crazy things it was a really good class yeah it was it's creativity fun. learn like brainstorming techniques and stuff like that yeah um you do like projects but they're like not really for marks yeah like they don't really care like it's just about the process right like this is how you brainstorm as an individual multiple ways this is how you brainstorm as a group multiple ways it was really good. Yeah, I guess they want to see more that you you explored rather yeah, than yeah. you have like a finished product. Yeah, that that was him. Like he was a very cool professor. Like yeah, he wanted you to figure out like how to use these techniques and like actually come up with the original. Oh, that's ideas. fun. It was a lot of fun. I actually want to look for like a uh, see the problem with courses like that. Yeah. Like, out in the real world, is that some of them are just like just trying to get your money. I wish there was like a guy like that that taught like a course that was just like. Just for fun, just, just to, exploring. Yeah, just just to like get your brain going. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I wish there was something like that. I wonder maybe off on uh, on like Skillshare or something where artists will. See, I feel like it's for a course like that you can't do it online. It has to be in person. Just so you can have like physical things. Yeah, you like, have to like draw it out or whatever. Yeah, like so whatever. today you're gonna sculpt. Whatever the activity yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, I, you're right. Yeah, like I thought it was really good, but I feel like a lot of the people probably out there for like adult courses, they're gonna be like BS. You know what I mean? Like basic self help stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not gonna be somebody like that. That's like a creativity like guru. Ah, uh, yeah. You can think of it. I wonder if it's out there. I don't know. Yeah, like I met this guy even when I was at Sheridan. He did a talk, and he was a PhD in creativity. <laughs> in, uh, in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, he did like he's he does like TED talks and stuff. He's like so creative. It's crazy. Is he an artist himself or what is he? So he is like an artist. That's yeah. what he is. But he's like a university prof and stuff like that. Oh, too. oh so he's actually a prof. Yeah, he's hmm. an actual prof. Um I have him on LinkedIn somewhere. I have to I have to check him out. He's he does yeah. really cool stuff. But he teaches like courses and stuff about creativity too. Man, that's cool. It's crazy. It's it's wild. I wonder what kind of stuff he's making. I have no idea. I don't know. Like a lot of those guys, I think they work for companies like uh, ID, uh, Ideo. Ideo. Have you ever heard of that company? No, I don't know. Where they basically there's companies out there like Ideo or Ideo, however you pronounce it, where companies hire this company. Yeah. Which is known for creativity. Yeah. And they'll be like, I have this issue for manufacturing. Right. What's wrong with this product? How can we make it better? And then they'll just come up with a solution for it. Oh, that's and then cool. that's literally what they do. Wow. Or like, how do I make this, like, t-shirt unique? And they'll come up with, like, a couple ideas. Wow. Yeah, it's called Ideo. I-D-E-O. Cool. It's really cool. Yeah, they're a really cool company. Um, they're in the States, like Silicon Valley or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What a fun know. place to work. That'd be cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Um, but they're all about creativity, which is, I don't know, I think it's such a cool thing. I think you got to do it. Like, I mean... <laughs> sometimes i think so like everybody should be doing something creative Mm -hmm. but maybe not to the degree that i that i would do personally yeah but at least you know do do something creative yeah even if it's just like writing some ideas down yeah writing like a short little blog post well i don't know get your thoughts out there like i think it's good to sort of get the creativity mind moving a little bit get the creative juices flowing yeah literally literally (laughs) um in terms of uh working do you listen to any music or anything to get you in the zone? Um, for the longest time, I was listening to podcasts and audiobooks and whatever music. But lately, I've been trying the, like the the Cal Newport thing, wi- okay. which is like the deep work idea okay. of just if I'm working, I'm only working. Yeah, yeah, it's aggressive. It's aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm listening to music, it's gonna be something really light, like something like classical or okay. like like super background like cafe music or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lately I've been just kind of seeing what my mind does nice. without any other stimulus. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's that's interesting. Like usually when I work, I listen to like like non uh, like basically instrumentals. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're just like beats. And it's just like oh yeah, I like that stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely can't listen to audiobooks and stuff. But some people can't just I, they I can't listen to anything, which is interesting. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm amazed by people who can listen to like a podcast while they're working. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah how your brain can do that for some tasks i can yeah but, but not others everything. i can't like if i'm writing stuff i can't yeah. listen to that at all but if i'm like doing like a design thing i can listen to podcasts yeah because it's kind of mindless in a yeah, way. yeah 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 and yeah. like if it's a long form thing you can kind of like tune in and out like it doesn't really matter you'll catch up on the conversation right it's not so important if you follow every kind of like detail or yeah like yeah. it's you're not going to really miss anything um sweet in terms of uh this episode, we mm-hmm. always do a book of the day. Do you have any book recommendations for today? Um, okay. So I thought a lot about, you know, self-help books. Yeah. Should I do that? I read a lot of those. I read a lot of, like, art theory books. Yeah. Should I do that? Yeah, I thought, no. Nah. Uh, the book that I read recently Okay. that, like, blew my mind and basically changed the way that I look at life and art okay. is The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. The Fountainhead? Yeah. Okay. Do you know that book? No, I've never you heard, heard of it. Ever heard of it? Look up Ayn Rand. She uh, wrote Atlas Shrugged, The Fountainhead. But those are her two main. Okay. But The Fountainhead, it's a fiction book. Okay. Uh, and I think it was written in the 40s. I think. Maybe the 50s. And it, it follows two architects. This is a big book. So it follows two architects from the time that they're in, in college for architecture mm-hmm. until like they're old, until they're like their 60s, like yeah. seasoned architects. And these they have two competing, I guess, ideologies in life. The one architect, the main, uh, I guess, hero is Howard Rourke. And he he's, I guess, the quintessential like artist where he's 
he only does things if he thinks it's right and he wants the most creative and most like beautiful thing out in the world and he thinks that idea putting the best shit out there will influence everybody else and make the world a better place Mm. so there's that guy and then there's the other guy who's his his competing guy which is i'm going to make things because people will like me for it and i'll climb the ladder of life um based on other people's approval and and their uh their offers and their influence and i want to do things because other people accept me for those things so it's just these two people and you see what happens when you follow each of those routes and it fundamentally changed the way that i look at artwork now whereas before i was very much okay with like okay what's in fashion and illustration i'm going to do that stuff because i'll get more work if i do that Mm -hmm. and it just over time it feels empty and it feels like you're not following your your you're not authentic you're not authentic yeah if you follow the other route which is way harder yeah you follow your heart you make something beautiful you put your all into it you'll be rewarded for it yeah at the end of the day you'll you'll feel good about yourself and other people yeah yeah that that's awesome yeah so th- this book, it's not an easy read. Yeah. It's like 790 pages or something. Do they have an audio book? That's they, a lot of pages. <laughs> they do. That's but you know how long it is? It's like 35 hours. Sh- okay, that's aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this book, like Damn. for any artist or anybody creative, yeah. if, if you're on the fence about how to like live your your day and what you should be putting your energy into, yeah. this will, will tell you how to do it. That's really cool. I'll check that out. <laughs> check it out if you have time. I'll read a synopsis a, first. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Do that. Yeah. But um, I, I think, honestly, man, like for the longest time I was doing shortcuts. I was I was doing stuff just to get ahead in the business, which is fine. I'm lucky yeah. where I am right now. Mm-hmm. But at this point now where like every day I have to sit there at my desk by myself of course, and right? face my work, I want to do it in like the most dedicated and beautiful and wholehearted way i can for sure yeah and you know like no that's all there is like it's true yeah, yeah. i I've, I've definitely learned that over the years for sure is that like you have to be authentic there's no point in doing stuff that you don't enjoy no just for the sake of doing it like say to get money quick money or whatever it means nothing do the shit that you're passionate about yeah and do the stuff that makes you happy that's it and and you'll you'll I mean you'll feel better about it and people will will be drawn to you yeah. because that type of person, I mean I don't think I'm even there yet. Like I'm not at the yeah. point where, like, I'm not fully living it, but I'm getting closer. Yeah. And I think the more you put your heart into stuff and, and you just show that like, like this is what my my values are like yeah. my morals my virtues. Yeah. People are attracted to that. They want to be around that. Of course. So, and yeah. then that stuff's sustainable. The other way. Of like sort of faking it like it's not sustainable no you can't sustain it at all it's exhausting yeah it's like keeping up with trends if you if you have to or, or wh- oh, whatever yeah. it is it's uh but that's why like people like these influencers and stuff yeah. that are just famous for like one like silly video or stuff yeah they're not going to do anything they're going to drop off eventually because they don't do anything else yeah you know what i mean like they literally have one video and just kind of goes viral it's them at like a mcdonald's like yelling at somebody (laughs) and like that's their big break but they just eventually drop off yeah i mean they'll learn their lesson too though if if they want to like have a sustaining thing i mean yeah if they have like some self-awareness and they're just like oh i can actually do something with this platform that happens sometimes too yeah people grow but i mean the majority of those (laughs) viral videos yeah they're they're, kind of just they're in and out yeah, yeah 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 Yeah. But I mean, the influencers that that you love, I mean, like like Seth Godin, oh, yeah, Seth Godin, yeah. or like uh, yeah, Gary Vee. Yeah. It's like they're doing something because like they love doing it, yeah. and, and like that alone can sustain sustain them. Like yeah. they they want to spread knowledge and they want to spread love. And so true. Like even like you know authors and stuff like that. Yeah. To sort of see the development of certain authors, because like people like Malcolm Gladwell, like Ryan Holiday, I've read like all of their books. Yeah. So you can sort of see like obviously their ideas are still consistent over the years. Like Ryan holiday is always about stoicism. Right. Kind of boring, but he loves it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's not really for me, obviously like I like the simple quotes, but I couldn't read like Tim Ferriss's stoicism book. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's too much for me. Like I tried, um, I read meditations before by Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a rough one. Yeah. That was a brutal. I know I, I'm halfway through it. I've been halfway through that book for maybe three years. Oh, it's, 
<laughs> it's a that's a rough one. Yeah. But I wanted to do it because like you know people always say oh it's amazing. Yeah. It's just like I mean, was it amazing though? I mean no, not for me. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's just because the language is really hard to comprehend. Yeah, right? yeah. So it's not like an easy read. <laughs> it's very complex. Yeah, I mean fair enough. Yeah. But like like those guys who like that like Ryan Holiday, because he's so into it. Yeah. People are gonna be attracted to it, and of course. The, and the, like, he's gonna want to break it down so as many people as he can but will enjoy it. Yeah, but that's why I love like people like him because he's gonna take those lessons and kind of give you an easier way of understanding yeah. it. Yeah, like a modern way of like this is how you understand this principle. Exactly. Yeah. So it's for people like me. <laughs> exactly. I've met him once. He's a really nice guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I met him at a conference. Oh yeah. He's yeah. really cool. I was so happy. I was just like, dude, I love you. <laughs> just like, How'd he respond to that? Yeah. He's just like, I'm just like, I don't know. He didn't say. He's just like, thanks. I'm just like, can we take a picture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He's cool, man. He's That's really cool. cool. Have you uh, are you a Malcolm Gladwell or Ryan Holiday fan? They both have. Yeah, I read. Um, I oh, well, I haven't read the recent ones. I read uh, Ryan Holiday's. Ego is the enemy. That's a good Obstacle one, yeah. is the way. Yep. I read those two. And then Malcolm Gladwell, I read uh, Outliers. Oh, yeah. And Tipping awesome. Point. Oh, yeah. Good but one. I haven't been yeah. on those. They both just released new books like Ryan Holiday, Stillness is Key. Oh. And then Malcolm Gladwell, Talking with Strangers or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, yeah. Is it good? I, I listened to the audiobook. I, is it good? I wasn't ready for some of the topics that he was going to go over. He talked a lot about like um, like sexual assault cases and stuff. Oh. It kind of hit me because he's never really gone into that stuff. Yeah. So it caught me off guard. I was like <laughs> listening to him. just like, oh my gosh, this guy's so deep. <laughs> this is not the Malcolm Gladwell yeah, I love. Yeah, like I'm, I'm listening to like, yeah, it's something totally different. It's crazy. It kind of <laughs> caught me off guard. I was shocked. I was just like, I wasn't expecting that. Because I honestly didn't even read the summary of the book. Yeah. I just know I like his content. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's a, a very good creative person. Like, he has a common theme. And he's going to give you a bunch of case yeah. studies. I like that. Um, but I wasn't ready for some of the <laughs> case studies. Like, he did stuff like Brock Turner and stuff. Yeah. So, he went over that stuff in detail. So, I was just like, oh. This, this is, is deep. Going to work. Just listening <laughs> to this. Just like, this is a little bit too much. But <laughs> it's a very good book because he outlines stuff very, yeah, very good. He's a really... Great writer. I want to check that out. It looks yeah. like a good one. Yeah. Um, I read this book recently called The Rise of Superman. It's about athletes that are able to get in flow. Oh, yeah, I love that stuff. It's so good. Who's that by? It's by Stephen Kotler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Amazing book. One of the best books I've read in the last few months. What's it called? The Rise of Superman. That'll be in the show notes, everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so dope. It's It's really good. Sweet. Yeah, I, I highly re- recommend that one. It's a, it's a, definitely a banger. <laughs> um, you have an app of the day every week. We do an oh, app of the day. Okay, so this is the. F- I was telling you earlier. I was thinking about this question. I yeah. knew it would come up. Okay, so the app of the day, I think, is try to use your phone less. That's the app you should okay. be using. Okay. Because it goes with my thing, the Fountainhead Ayn Rand. Yeah. If you want to commit fully to your thing, if you want to be wholehearted, you've got to spend a little bit less time uh, with social media, yeah. with playing games on your phone, with whatever. You do it. For sure do for it. Sure. Yeah. For sure do it. But just do it less. Yeah. And that's, that's I guess, my app suggestion. I love it. Yeah. Block your apps. No, I love it because we spend way too much time on our phones. Like, I've yeah. cut down, like, especially my social media usage. I really only go on social media to just post. Yeah. It's literally yeah, yeah. I'm ever on. And I think that's... I think there's a bit of a trick. I was actually talking to somebody recently about this where like social media has this idea. It, it's, it's really anti-social media in a way because you think you're being social, but mm-hmm. you're kind of not like, yeah, yeah. like it's a fake social for sure. Um, but for someone who's in business like you mm-hmm. or me yeah. using the tools, like use the tools. So post the yeah, stuff you need to, yeah. and then get out. Yeah, yeah. Don't use the feeds. You don't yeah. need to. It's yeah. not made for you. Yeah, you don't need to waste so much time. Yeah, I mean, like, you like looking at the art. I love looking at the art, yeah. too. Sure, follow your favorite people, but, like, you don't need to, like, scroll. For sure. I mean, ah, I sound like an old man. No, 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 I totally agree, because you waste so much time on that. Like, yeah. It's true. Like, a lot of people, like, complain, like, oh, there's not enough time in the day. Yeah. And it's just, like, I did two workouts today or whatever, and it's just, like, I worked. What are your What are your excuses? Right, you right. I mean, like, that happens sometimes, and it's just, like, Everybody has the same 24 hours. Oh, yeah. You're just kind of wasting it with Netflix or like <laughs> playing the new Call of Duty. 
mean? It's even, I mean, dude, th- just the fact that you read so many books is a testament to the, like, the fact that you don't use your phone during that time. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true, yeah. Because, you know, when most people are in bed, like, they're flip. I, I, I do it all the time. I just flip through my phone forever, and then yeah. you fall asleep. Yeah. Why not spend that 20 minutes, that 10 minutes, like, read two pages of a book? If if you read if you read ten pages of a book a day, which isn't even that much, you get through a three hundred page book in a month. Yeah, or even a magazine. Like there's a lot of easy magazines. Yeah, support my industry. Read a magazine. Literally, yeah. Like I've been getting into. I get this triathlon magazine subscription just because I I guess I I don't even know how I get this. It just shows up at my house. (laughs) I think it's because I have a a membership with like Triathlon Canada. Yeah. Like you need that in order to race. Yeah. So I I'm assuming that's so that you get the magazine. yeah. Yeah. But it's good. Like, I'll read, like, random stories. It's just, like, sweet. Yeah. It's easy reads, just simple articles. And it's, it's good for your brain, right? It's active. Like you, you Lots of pictures. Lots of pictures. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I hope reading stays a thing, reading, yeah. like, books. Because it is good for your brain. You learn stuff. And sure. I don't know. Uh, the phone seems, yeah, di- yeah. different. No, no, I, I, I totally agree. Like, we spend way too much time on phones. Yeah, everybody. It's it's life though. Um, okay, uh, we're coming to the end of this podcast. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, I hope you've had fun. I hope you had. Yeah, fun. this is. Uh, we covered a lot of things. We did. We did. Thank you for having me. No, no worries. Um, so I have a couple more questions. I just want to wrap them up. All right, okay? let's do it. I have them somewhere. Just gonna pull them up. Yep. Do a little rapid fire. Uh, in terms of your hobbies outside of art, yeah. What do you do? Um, this has been my struggle forever because mm-hmm. I, th- the problem with enjoying drawing and mm-hmm. enjoying art is that I just, I'll just do it all the time because okay. I enjoy it. That being said, uh, my girlfriend, people in my life will j- bring me out sometimes and try yeah. new things. Yeah, so yeah. even recently I went to a parkour, parkour gym with my friend. Sweet. I've in done Toronto? in Toronto. Yeah. yeah cool. In Scarborough, uh, Scarborough. Um, I mean, I've done stuff like rock climbing gyms. Yeah. I'll try different things. I'll go to the movies. Nice. I, th- for the most part, honestly, I just like if I can get out into nature, like go hiking with my girlfriend. Yeah, it's pretty basic stuff, but that's kind of my hobbies. I like cooking. Yeah, cooking's good. fun. Yeah, no, it's good. It's yeah. great. Yeah, but you can mostly find me just drawing. Just drawing. <laughs> if yeah. I'm not, uh, that's okay, yeah, that's okay. Um, what's your routine like every day? Like, what do you sort of do? Um, so the morning time is pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. I've been doing kind of like the same routine forever. Nighttime is a little bit more all over the place based on if I'm doing something with friends or whatever. Yeah. But uh, in the morning time, I try to brainstorm every day if I can. Yeah. Even if I don't have a job, brainstorm. Um, in the morning, I'll meditate at least 10 minutes if mm-hmm. I can. Uh, and then do some kind of workout. So like yoga or uh, body weight workout. Yeah. Just at home. That's and awesome. so my morning is kind of just that. It's like it's brainstorming, meditation, uh, and, and working out. And then... The nighttime, I just work. Awesome. Yeah. I find that if, if you get your stuff done early in the morning, if you get those, like, routine things out of the way, yeah. your mental health stays kind of consistent. Yeah, for sure. I try not to miss things. So, like, I try that to way you don't put it off either. Right. Because, like, you never know what happens, right? If I want to hang out with my friends at night, like, I don't want to have to come home and then, like, work out then. Yeah. I'd rather just... You're not a psycho like me. <laughs> Is that what you do? <laughs> like, I'm probably going to work out after this. Oh, you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. You're crazy. I know, I know. But um, that's good, though, to keep a consistent routine. So you like to work at night? I like, yeah. So I'll, like, I'll do all those things in the morning. Yeah. So it usually takes me a couple hours to do all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll eat. So I'll shower, then I'll eat. Mm-hmm. And then after I eat, which is around usually around 12, okay. I start working. So I'll work from, like, 12 until, I don't know, 5, 6. PM? Yep. Cool. And then I'll, uh, I'll eat. And sometimes if, if I have something social to do, I'll do that. Yeah. If not, I'll work a bit more on the night and then yeah, just chill, just chill, cool. R- read in the night or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Nice, sweet. Um, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, the last thing that we always do is a question of the day. So it's a question that you can ask the audience to just think about. It could be what's your favorite color, what's your favorite food, um, or it could be more, you know, deep. It could be a deeper question. Some people have asked like, uh, that got a sports injury. What? Why did you get this injury? Or, um. Wait, I'm asking the audience. Just asking the audience. Just something to think about. Sort of wrap up the whole episode. Um, I had a travel writer on here. She asked, 
what's your favorite destination that you've never been to? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> really good girl. Kayla, you check her out. Nylon Pink. She's amazing. Oh, yeah. I listened to that episode. Yeah, yeah, that was she's, great. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, um, okay. I I guess the only thing that I would say, the thing that's been helping me a lot lately is like, instead of using your phone, if you're on the subway or if you're traveling somewhere, if you're walking somewhere, like just for that moment, just be aware of where you are and look around. Okay. And like, I guess if you want to catch me on social media, yeah. let me know what you find. Because sometimes when I'm w- just walking around or on the subway, I'll just watch people. I'll like... I do that sometimes too, especially when I'm at the mall. I try to watch people. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's inspiring. Yeah. You think of ideas. You, I, I don't know. I, I like it. Today, yeah. I saw, well, this week, I saw two breakups go down. Oh. Two <laughs> people get dumped right in public. And I'm just like, I would have never saw this if I was on my phone. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, what are you doing? Are you like the anti, like, No, I was just like kind of I was just kind of walking by. One was in like a, like a, like a food court. Yeah. And the other one was just in a hallway. And like. They, they started getting a little bit angrier and then uh. you see one person just burst into tears <laughs> and it's just like oh this is uh yeah was it the guy crying ever or no today it was the girl that was Ooh. crying Ooh. but i think she was crying because she was breaking up with him right that's what it seemed like because he was very angry <laughs> oh no so it's, like he wasn't <laughs> happy i'm just like yeah i think it's she's like crying because she's yeah i don't know but you see stuff like that yeah so see like if you were on your phone you wouldn't even notice yeah, it yeah um today I, when i was on the subway to my sculpting class uh i was re- i'm reading that book uh thinking fast and slow oh yeah you read that no by daniel something right kahneman yeah yeah C- crazy good book so i haven't I, read it yet yeah it's like when I, if you're into like social social psychology and, yeah. and, and biases and all that stuff that you'll love it. But yeah. uh, I was reading the book on the subway and I looked over and there was this bald dude and he pulled the book out of his, uh, his backpack and he started reading his book and it was the same book. Oh, that's weird. And so we made eye contact, right? <laughs> and there's like this creepy yeah. and I, and I kind of like flipped my book up and I pointed and I smiled <laughs> and then we both laughed. <laughs> that's funny. So like just moments that's like good. that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good yeah. If I was on my phone, I can't do that. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, you're, you're on your phone too. Even if like, you never would have experienced it. No. Yeah. That's all good. Awesome. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you for coming on, man. You Thanks for it. having me. You came on. It's been a while. I've been nagging you for yeah. months. It finally happened. It's been great. This podcast has been going on for over a year now. Congratulations. Yeah. Hey, you're like 30-something in, right? A year anniversary. No, this is 43. This is 43? Yeah. We're grinding it out. Oh, man. Yeah. Bangers every single podcast. Well, I'm excited to come back yeah. and uh, to see, you know, we'll see the how progress. you grow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right, man. Thanks, Brad. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. Catch y'all on the flip-flop. Make sure you check out digimedia.ca. Rudy Project for your sick-ass helmets if you are into triathlons, duathlons, cycling, all that sort of good stuff. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Leave him to Canadian dream.